So, Daddy, who do you think would win in a fight between Darkseid and Thanos? Oh, obviously Thanos. Why? Cuz, man. Bald guys always win in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Geekology 101. My name is Diego. And my name is Joshua. And today we're going to wrap up our Marvel versus DC discussion with Andy G. I'm looking forward to this one. So in this part, second part of the discussion, we're going to be uh, getting a little bit into actually determining some winners. Right, because mm -hmm. last time we talked a lot about the past and how the companies have evolved in the different areas of content, and now we're really going to get into who we think is winning the war in the different battlefields. So obviously, this is just our opinions. Everyone else can have different opinions. Yes, but ours are more right than everyone else's. <clears throat> uh, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying we're brilliant. Okay, okay I get it. We're brilliant. You get it? Yeah. Then why you, why'd you come and say that, trying to be all humble? You know we're geniuses. You know we're geek geniuses. That, that didn't work out how I was picturing in my mind. Joshua, where's the, the interview Tron 3000, man? I don't see it. Did you break it? I think I actually made us a new one. Oh, you're a tech genius. All right, man. Punch some numbers in that thing. Transport us over to the interview. Boop, 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 boop. So, um, <laughs> all right. So let's let's bring it back full circle. So we we've talked we've thrown in uh, the mix of comics and live action uh, movies. Uh, we've talked about live action TV, that animated animated movies. Um, you alluded to that, Joshua. The fact that DC has had Such some really animated, yeah, movies. really solid movies, and honestly, mo all of them have been based on the new Fifty Two reboot that happened back in 2011 in the comics yeah like all those stories are were, were taken from the pages of the comics and they were successful because the new 52 reboot was a really good thing for dc mm -hmm. it, it gave us a fresh start for a lot of the characters they were able to co correct to like retcon a lot of inconsistencies and start fresh then dc comics got really convoluted again um, I don't know. Do, do you 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 don't follow DC Comics, right, Andy? Uh, currently, no, not, not too much. Okay, yeah. Once once they started getting back into the whole interdimensional multiverse thing, like I don't know why DC is addicted to the multiverses and why they why feel. Why can't you just stay in one universe? Seriously, DC? man. There's <laughs> enough, but no joke though. There's yeah. enough story to tell in yeah. one universe full of DC characters that you shouldn't need, you shouldn't have to go off into multiverses so quickly. We've talked about animation. We've talked yep. about uh, live action shows. Yeah. We've talked about animated shows, movies. Ignoring the fact that of what happened with Justice League, right? And just let's take movies as standalone movies, okay? Yeah. Let's yeah. take uh, trilogies, Dark okay. Knight trilogy. Right, mm -hmm. which is by far one of the best things that Marvel that, that DC has put out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have that go head to head against another trilogy 
from the MCU without taking the whole MCU into consideration. Let's just think about trilogies. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Iron Man. Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. Okay, fair enough. So the, the Iron Man trilogy versus the Dark Knight trilogy. How do those two stack up, for example? Tell me what you guys think. I mean, okay. Iron Man uh, Iron Man 1, yeah. great movie, great storyline, great villain. So is Batman Begins. Yes. Great. like, yeah. And the, the great thing is that both are origin stories. And I feel yes. like both did an incredible job. Uh, they were both really um, in-depth character building in both movies. Yeah. They took their time. Very. They, they took their time. They yeah. went at a slow pace. They didn't rush to get, getting us into the action, which no. I appreciated a lot about both movies. Yeah. All right. Iron Man 2 versus The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> So, go ahead, Josh. Go first. If uh, if uh, if I if Iron Man two never came out, yeah, and then the third Iron Man movie was just uh the second one, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to compare. Right. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, the Dark Knight. The Joker. Yeah. Heath Ledger as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was That was perfection. Yes, it was. Yeah. So when um the Dark Knight came out, I was around I was what twenty two years old when it came out. I mm-hmm. saw that film twice in theaters. Mm. That was actually my first film like watching back to back to go back to the theater and watch it twice. And the score is what got me in Dark Knight. Every time there was an intense scene, you can hear the airiness of the of the um, uh, violin sneak up mm. in the score. Yes. And that, that it's so intense. Oh, yeah, man. Oh my gosh. Like you could just feel your muscles and your whole body tense yep. up and get goosebumps by hearing that, that violin just sneak up in the sky. I know exactly what you're saying, man. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? There's like 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 when, when there's like really tense scenes, suddenly the, the you'll start hearing like the sound in the music that's like that it like creates this weird tension and like if you're not completely aware of what's going on with the background music it's easy to kind of like just not even know what's going on and just feel the intensity rising inside you it's really really cool yeah Yeah. the the music is amazing in that in that film without a doubt if you if you take those two for example those two trilogies like you know there's no comparing dark knight as far as a sequel there are very few films that would be able to stack up against the dark knight trilogy in, yeah. when it comes to their middle movie and iron then, man iron man 2 i enjoyed it doesn't come even close to the dark knight well i mean iron man 2 did have like a good um villain mickey rourke it did yeah he was good he was yeah. he was he wasn't bad right but no disrespect to his performance but Heath Ledger was just incredible. Yeah, I agree. I feel like <laughs> I agree. Uh, like people, they would be like, because Heath Ledger was never really, people didn't think he could do it. I feel Not at like. all, yeah. Everyone doubted him. Yeah, there's more memorable like, scenes in The Dark Knight than there are Iron Man 2, that's for sure. Without a doubt. And then and then when you compare um, Shane Black's Iron Man 3 with uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, um, uh, Dark Knight Rises, there it's difficult <laughs> because it, it is difficult. 
I, I love I love the Dark Knight trilogy, and I feel like it was concluded in such a beautiful, poetic way. But what was done with Iron Man three, and I feel like Iron Man three is one of the most underrated movies in the MCU. It's one of the ones what that's easiest mean? underrated. Is like that people underestimate it. People don't really value it for what it is mm. because it got lost in the bigger cinematic universe that was already building. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's very easy for you to forget how good of a movie that is. And in particular, because of how deep it gets into the effect that yeah. the battle of New York had on Tony Stark, like it oh, messed yeah. him up yeah. completely. And you get to it see did? the, yeah. Cause he almost died carrying that nuke to outer space. Oh yeah. yeah. Like with the wormhole yeah. going out of the solar system. Right. Right. Yeah. And so like all that intensity is captured in that movie. And we see this character who is like, so used to being self-assured and very confident and stuff, just yeah. breaking down. And then it ends up being a child who is his refuge. Uh huh. That- you know, a kid is the one who, who ends up like, Kind of like saving his soul in a way. The kid who attended his funeral. Yeah, yeah, as a as a, yeah. as a grown grown guy. So it's like I I while I love the way that the Dark Knight trilogy concluded and the Dark Knight Rises, I have to give it to Iron Man three as the as yeah. the superior movie. That's my opinion. So for um, Dark Knight Rises, what appealed to me in that movie was the opening scene on the airplane. Yeah. That that was a really cool scene. Oh yes. Wait, which yeah. one? Oh, man, where? the one where we get introduced to Bane. Oh yeah. 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 Wait. I and... wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah. It'd be very <laughs> painful. For <laughs> you. Oh yeah, with the plane. <laughs> yeah, when they crash yeah. the plane, and in the middle of the plane, in smack yeah. in the middle of the air, they do a blood transfusion. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> it's such a crazy scene. And, and, and he yeah. rips the wings from the from the yeah. plane in the tail, and it just lands in that one in that one forest. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, that that definitely looks like a natural crash. Right. Yeah, well, that was that was a crazy beginning. Here it's funny though, because it's like Batman in Dark Knight Rises is is pretty much retiring. Yeah, and even in Iron Man three, I'm pretty sure um, Tony Stark's mentioned he retired. He does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, is the... so that was pretty funny to see. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I like both uh, trilogies the same. Do you? Yeah, they're both yeah. really good at the same time. I mean, uh, the Dark Knight definitely. I mean, the Dark Knight Rises definitely swayed me. Right, that was a big sway. Right. But I think I'm gonna have to go fifty fifty. Okay, I, I I think when I when I'm comparing trilogies, I give it to the yeah. Dark Knight trilogy, as as trilogies, not as yeah, true. yeah. But I, I mean, and and part of the reason is because one thing that I love about comics is that you'll have those special graphic novels that come out for for comics for certain characters that are completely standalone stories that they don't have to connect to the regular comic continuity of what's yeah. going on with that character. They're just single stories that have a beginning, a middle and an end. And that is what the dark Knight rises was. Yeah. And no matter how much people wanted more sequels, Christopher Nolan was like, Nope, I created a thing. It had a beginning. It had an end. I'm done. <laughs> I like how, I like, how. Uh, I like, I like how the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. I like how it. Um, I like how it didn't actually tell us like at the end when Alfred's at that coffee that? shop. Yeah, I like how yeah. he just yeah. looks back. Yep, and then he sees Bruce yeah. and Selina. Yeah. 
And then that's that's just what he wants to think. Exactly. And it leaves us in the same position as Alfred because we then have to make up our own minds. Mm -hmm. And we then are able to interpret Did Bruce survive? Right. Like, do... Because, obviously, before, Alfred didn't... uh, Obviously, he wasn't uh, Bruce before. Right. But it was definitely... uh, It was definitely... Bruce, that time. My 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 interpretation as a fan is that he really did die. Really? Yeah, I think that Batman yeah. gave paid the ultimate price that he could for Gotham City safety, and he yeah. died as the legend of the Dark Knight. Like that is yeah. beautiful to me. And then maybe yeah. maybe uh-huh. uh, in the future, like of that of that uh, universe, mm-hmm. I'm not saying. This is obviously going to be a movie, right. but maybe in the future of that universe, in like the Batman Beyond type time, yeah. he hears of like the legend of the Dark Knight <laughs> and how he sacrificed himself to save Neo Gotham. <laughs> I would prefer for that to happen with Michael Keaton's Batman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. like wait, what? Count I feel them. like you could take you could take where you could take the character as we last saw him played by by Michael Keaton in Batman Returns. Yeah. Fast forward as many years as have actually passed in real life. Mm-hmm. Take us into a, a futuristic version of, of, of Gotham City and Neo boom, Gotham. That same Batman is now the older Bruce Wayne, which he is an older Michael Keaton. And yeah. there you go, man. Give us give us a, give a us Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond. That'd be yeah. so dope. You know, I think that when when you really start analyzing, it's very easy to get lost in the entire drama, the spectacle that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this big, big hole. Yeah. It's so easy to get lost in that and to forget that these movies have merit on their own. So, like, once you start comparing them in, in bits and pieces, if you compare, let's say, compare Wonder Woman set, set in uh, World War II with... First Avenger also said in World War II, boom, put them head to head. Which one is better? Compare Aquaman to Black Panther. Ooh, like which one is better? Is it going to be Atlanta or Wakanda? Like once you start really analyzing them, analyzing them film by film, you start realizing it's like, no, no, no. Both, both studios have the ability to create great films. And, and I feel like the whole cinematic shared universe thing is starting to kind of play against the fans a little bit because it's what got DC in this whole rush that led them to, you know, completely screw up uh, Justice League. Why yeah. why yeah. rush to do cinematic universe? Why not? I mean, sure, do a cinematic universe, but at least try it a little different. Yeah, I agree. Well, especially when, like, Ben Affleck wasn't a bad Batman. It's just the way not at all. he was using the storyline. I agree. Yeah, I think I think honestly, uh, Ben Affleck is 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 honestly one of my favorite uh, yeah. characters to play Batman, and I feel like it's a it's a shame that I never got to see him hold a movie on his own. That he always yeah. had to be mixed in with all these other heroes. Yeah, I hope now that we got the announcement that Henry Cavill is actually uh, going to be doing more stuff as Superman, and without yeah. without that weird without looking the mustache, lip. <laughs> the, the weird CGI the, lip, the CGI lip. Um, I hope that that uh, maybe makes Ben Affleck willing to, after the whole Snyder Cut thing is released and hopefully it does good, I hope that it makes him reconsider because I would love to see him do something with Batman. I don't even care if Robert Pattinson is doing his own thing with Batman. 
I'll yeah. have I'll take more Batman. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Batman is one of the most iconic and best superheroes. I agree. Well, why not? They have two Jokers going on, so let's yeah. um got two Batmans going on now. <laughs> they have two Jokers? Technically, yeah. Technically. Yeah, the, were, you got Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Speaking of Joker, did you watch the movie? Honestly, it was my favorite movie of 2019. Mm. Not just because it was Joker, because the way Joaquin Phoenix's yes. performance was. Yeah, man. It was oh, man. so different. It that was one, so artsy. That... It was very artsy. That's yes. why I love about it. Yeah. And it was something you've never seen of the Joker before. And plus, what they did was, like, researching about the movie, they took um, bits and pieces from, like, uh, the 1970s, 70s movie uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert, uh, it's Robert De Niro. Right. I'm, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, when Robert De Niro was the uh, host of that TV show, he re- he did a movie already back in the day where he was a comedian. The comedian, like a- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something geared towards that. So I like how they mixed in like the old with the new. Yes. Animated artsy, which was really was fantastic. I agree, man. That movie won an Oscar for a reason. It was yeah. uh or rather Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for a reason. Like it was yeah. a it was one of the best comic based films that I've ever seen in my life. And ironically one of the lowest budgets for a comic book movie. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of Easter eggs and, and they pay homage to um um Heath Ledger when his face was outside of the Taxi cab during the whole rides. In that oh, scene. yeah. It does? Right. Yeah, yeah. There's that's a scene cool. that's kind of similar. That's right. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just like based on real life. Like, again, you don't know if, if from like our perspective, does he really know that he's Joker? <laughs> like, he said it himself in an interview that he doesn't even know if he was the real Joker. Hmm. Interesting. Or, the, or does the next guy come in? based off him inspired him. right did he get inspired just like all those people that were riding yep. in in front of him at the end of the movie yeah um yeah. i feel like this is this is my theory mm-hmm. i i think that the that the Joaquin phoenix joker yeah i think that 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 joker could be the joker of the robert pattinson batman universe yes they could make right. that happen yeah <laughs> They are talking about a part two, and they were already talking about a part two while they were filming uh, the director right. and Walking Phoenix. Right. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's actually open to it now because at first yeah. he wasn't open to the the thought of doing another another film in that character. But I'm glad he is because I I think that what's gonna what what they've been showing us with this um, Matt Reeves um, the Batman movie, it. Yeah. It feels very, very different, and the tone of it feels like it's down to earth enough that it could fit within this world that was set by by the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Well, they do um, show Bruce Wayne as a little kid with Alfred. That's right. I love the storyline with um, his father being his uh, his stepdad or his mm. or biological father. What? Yeah. 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 There's like there's been like this little storyline with. Um, I mean, Thomas Wayne is one of the main characters in that movie. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, for a long time, um, Arthur Fleck, the guy who becomes a Joker, he ends up, he believes that because of something that his mom wrote, that he is his biological father. That Thomas oh. Wayne is his father, Arthur Fleck's father. Why? 
Um, because of some drama there that his mom had going on. Oh. But the important thing is, is like, uh, yeah, like there's nothing necessarily that would that would prevent them from tying it in eventually. And I think that would be a really interesting thing because I, I think that this Joker, like I want to see this Joker become the crime boss because that would be a very that iteration, that stage of the Joker's life would be very, very different to anything we've ever seen because of how different the beginning was. I mean, there was uh like crime boss as if you mean like the type of thing that we that we might see in the three jokers comic yeah. like the three different personalities of right. the joker right like yeah. there's like a uh, funny crazy mm-hmm. crime boss mm-hmm. right so i think this one is going to be quite literally on the crazy side <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah, very very interesting stuff, man. There is there is so much to unpack when it comes to Marvel and DC. Yeah. Um, so much great content that has come out. Um, you know, animated, live action, movies, big, small screen, everywhere. Um, video games. Uh, we haven't talked about that. So, uh, what Marvel or DC video games stand out to you guys? Well, obviously, uh. Uh, the Batman Arkham games, first yeah. of all, those uh, I um I'm still on the first game, Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum, but it is so good. Yeah, I uh I fought Bane so far. <laughs> you smash that- you smash Bane with a Batmobile. Yeah, that was so <laughs> cool. He was like, "No, Bane, now I'm gonna break you." <laughs> yeah, and then he moment. jumps up, and the Batmobile spears him into the river. <laughs> so great. So uh, that game is definitely great. Yeah. Great story, great characters. Agreed. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Before we hop over to Spider Man, did you uh, did you play the Arkham series, Andy? Yeah, I pl- I played it here and there. Um, oh. I like the universe world. How it's an open world. You can just go wherever you want. It's yeah. pretty cool. And the graphics were unbelievable for the, for that game. They were. They were even better. They were better and better the the yeah. the further you get in the series. By the time you get yeah. to Arkham Knight. It is. It's such a fantastic game, man. Uh, also, when you get to Arkham Knight, Batman is completely turned into a robot. <laughs> what? His suit is literally like all robotic. Oh, it's very armor. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And the Batmobile matches. <laughs> the Batmobile yeah. is essentially like a tank that looks like a transformer type of thing, and it can go from like car mode to tank mode. It's oh. really crazy. What a great game series. It, it's by far one of my, I think, top three um, game series of, of all time. It's a really great experience. Yeah. Well, even Spider-Man was amazing. That game right yes. there, mm-hmm. I could sit there all day and just watch someone play that, that game. Absolutely, man. Yeah. everything it was so yeah. Absolutely, I love Spider Man. Really I I've been I've been hearing great things about it, and then we recently hopped onto hop back onto a PS4, mm-hmm. and we uh, that was one of the games, the first games that we wanted to play. And man, as soon as I started playing that game, actually, Joshua started playing it before me. I uh, I finished the storyline yeah. pretty early, and then I started doing the side quests. Right, but that storyline, those graphics, wow. those villains, those were insane. I basically played through a movie, one of the best movies that I've ever watched. It basically gave credit to everything in the Marvel freaking <laughs> universe. It did. It yeah. did a Stan Lee cameo. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so great. 
uh, it it um it has a kingpin mm-hmm. it has that uh that part where you can dance down the road like in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> uh also uh, it has a little cameo to in Spider-Man 2, was it? Mm-hmm. When he tries to stop a train with webs holding oh, yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, that totally worked last time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. That was a great oh, yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, game? Uh, movie. Good movie, yeah. It was amazing. I, I went to go see it opening night. The the fact that it, they made it look and feel like a comic book come to life. The the no, texture not. of the animation it looked like the it looked like printing. Like when you look really close up to printing, you can see something called the dot game, which is like the little dots of ink that form the whole yeah. color. And you could almost fantastic. see that in the in the film. Yeah. It's fantastic, yeah. man. Uh the boxes of the yeah. dots. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was so cool. Oh man, the thwip. Oh yeah, <laughs> bagel. Oh yeah. Oh. When he tosses the bagel and it hits a guy, and it, the the sound effect is bagel. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. The humor, the lightheartedness, man. It's such a such a great great film, and the 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 thing that that that's best about it is that it was another one of the films, comic based films that that snatched an Oscar and it got complete recognition. Like, you know, it got it got the animation Oscar, right? Also. Oh. Um, that's the thing uh, marvel made us love the character miles yes yes absolutely man they really did and and yeah. i can't i can't wait for miles morales to be formally introduced in the mcu too because that's going to be a pretty great that's going to be a really good opportunity to just reintroduce spider-man the, the character of spider-man to a whole new yeah. generation reintroduce him yeah, because Miles Morales is going to be like a new, so like, fresh take on Spider-Man. So they're not going to do Peter Parker anymore. No, they can keep on going with Peter Parker, but I yeah. mean, just like yeah. with the Mar- with the comics continuity, they have both yeah. going on. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Miles mm-hmm. isn't isn't just like he's not just like Spider-Man's sidekick. He is oh, yeah, the Spider-Man. He he's, is Spider-Man. Yeah, without a doubt. He is. Yeah. He is the Spider-Man of like a different part of New York City. Correct. Possibly. Yeah. Could be, and, the, yeah. and the one thing I liked about it too, it's a, it's a, it was a completely original storyline. Yes. Yeah. Very different. And they even said, "Hey, you guys, like the, the the Spider-Man, the other Spider-Man said, you guys know everything about me." And then he just brought up the points, and they they did the backstory so quick that they just got that out of the way because again, we all know about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like how they didn't get too deep into introducing the character again. They just went straight into the storyline. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Similar to what Homecoming did with Spite with uh, the MCU yeah. Spidey. I just yeah. lost my hand. That's why they're wet. <laughs> Spider Ham. The fact that <laughs> Spider Ham made it to a movie that won an Oscar to me is I just feel like Spider Ham yeah. is interesting because he was a spider that was bitten by a radioactive <laughs> pig. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. There's Marvel with its humor, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we talked about um, five different categories. Print, animation, games, live-action TV, and live-action movie. So yeah. first with print, on in print comics, who do you think wins the war? Is it Marvel or DC? Uh, Go ahead, Josh. Go. You first. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's I mean, I, I've only just started getting into comics. Okay, fair so enough. So I haven't really like gotten okay, deep. Okay, I'll into... give I'll give my take. I really think after years of reading Marvel and after reading DC now for years since 2011, since the uh, the New Fifty Two. That's the only time you've read it since then. DC comics, yeah. Oh. I, I always stayed away from DC Comics for that reason that we've talked about. The fact that it was always so serious and so dark and stuff. Oh, yeah. I thought it was cartoony and funny before. Well, I wasn't around in the 1940s, homie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so um, comparing, again, here's my point of comparison is Marvel since the 1980s through the 1990s um, and the early 2000s. And then DC from uh, 2011 through 2020 through rebirth. So comparing those two eras for myself that I got exposed to those two different comic imprints, yeah. I have to give it to Marvel. And one of the main reasons is the continuity. The fact that DC has now twice rebooted mm-hmm. within the last like decade, mm-hmm. they twice rebooted their, their comic universe. And that to me shows yeah. Yeah. Or lack of direction. Yeah, lack of vision, lack of uh, of where we have an end in mind, and the Marvel continuity has somehow managed to maintain, oh, and they've yeah. been able to to include, they've been able to include incredible story arcs like Civil yeah. War, like Secret Invasion, that make draw more eyes in and inspire content for the movies even. So for that reason, I give it I give it to Marvel on the comics. What about you? What do you think, Andy? Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna give it to Marvel just because they keep giving us what we want. They keep driving us fans to go back to the movie theaters and keep watching the cinematic universe because the characters are so compelling, and they and they keep the um, direction going yeah. and somehow they always maintain the right direction yes so what you think it's going one way it's going a, a different way but it, it it always works out agreed and continuity is amazing it and is I just love how there's so many easter eggs that even after the movie you just want to go home and wait for the youtube video to watch Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah are you just so much going on yeah are they still so, doing the um are they still doing the Ultimate Universe? No, no. The Ultimate Universe got, yeah. like, kind of ended yeah. and then merged into the regular continuity. So, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to have to give it up for – give it to uh, Marvel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you you said you don't – you can't make up your mind yet, right, bud? Yeah, because I have <laughs> – I'm just starting to get into comics. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to animation. So animation, it could be animated series, animated movies. So as far as animation, who do you think has the upper hand, Marvel or DC? Um, This is a tough one. For animated series, Mm -hmm. I'll give it to Marvel. Okay. For animated movies, definitely DC. Okay. Okay. I think I may be on the same boat. Um, Um, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, animated – here's the thing with like (laughs) – Spider-Verse is a fluke. Spider-Verse is a freak of nature. Spider-Verse was, it was the first of hopefully more, but it was the first. Because aside from that, Marvel animated movies really have not stood out to me at all. No. Um, They just haven't been able to nail it. Whereas DC animation, animated movies have been, for me, satisfying me for several years now. And then on top of that, you take it back beyond this era 
and you start looking yeah. at animation, DC had Batman the Animated Series, it had the yeah. Justice League cartoon, it had a Green Lantern cartoon, all had, of which were very successful. Uh, Batman Beyond cartoon. Right, Batman Beyond, yeah. Batman Beyond yeah. movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Um and then yeah. and then Marvel, sure, Marvel in the nineties, they had this they had Spider Man, they had X Men, very yeah. successful. They also had some that weren't successful. They had an Iron Man animated series that wasn't too successful, Hulk animated yeah. series that I never truly liked. Um so wasn't I feel there, weren't there several Fantastic Four animated series? Ah, uh, I can't remember if there was a Fantastic Four animated series. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so like overall animation combining TV and movies to me I have to, I have to give it to DC. I feel like DC is has been superior consistently um when it comes to animation. What do you think, Andy? So um recently I'm going to go well, recently I've been watching both. I've been switching on and off with DCN and uh, Marvel Animation. Okay. So for movies, I'm going to, for the animated movies, yes, DC, I, I agree. Mm. I'm on both your guys' sides there. I do like the Spider-Verse, but that really, that's like the only one that, that um, stands out to me with right. Marvel Animation films. I also like Hulk versus. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. That, cool. yeah. So then you got... Uh, the DC films, animation films were amazing. The Suicide Squad, again, you guys just named them all. The mm -hmm. Batman Beyond, Batman and Robin, the Killing Joke was amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, DC, the new the new Harley Quinn cartoon show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> is it, it's pretty is good. It good. It's good, yeah. It's definitely like more of an adult show, even though it's cartoons. Yeah. Because they like curse a lot and stuff like that. And there's a lot of blood. Yeah. But yeah, I, I saw it and it's pretty it's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Um but then again, you, you talk about the nineties, you got X Men's uh the Spider Man animated series. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. But consistency wise, DC has um gone like above and beyond with their animation. So I'm I'm gonna take the DC side on this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, all right. Um uh, let's move on to um live action TV. Uh, live like action shows? TV, yeah. And oh. let's just remind ourselves, live action TV, because this this is a this is a tough one too. Live yeah, action TV on the DC side, right? So let's lump together all the whole Arrowverse. Mm -hmm. You got yeah. Titans, the two seasons of Titans. You've got Doom yeah. Patrol. Um, you've got the '90s uh, Flash animated series. Um, uh, what I'll, else? I'll throw one in there. The thing, the thing. I think DC had the thing season one. Oh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Swamp the Thing. thing? <laughs> yeah, Swamp <laughs> Thing. That's right. I'm like and the then, thing uh, is Marvel. And then on the Marvel side, you got uh, you got Agents of Shield. You got Agent Carter. You got uh, Inhumans, which was pretty bad. You've got yeah. um, you got the Dare the 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 Netflix series because we can't forget about those. You got oh, Daredevil. Yeah. You got uh, Luke Cage. You got Jessica Jones. You've got Iron Fist. You've got the Defenders. You've got Punisher. Yes. Um, and that's that's uh <laughs> that's a really heavy plate right there. Yeah, it is. So Joshua, who would you give the T V live action trophy to? Marvel or DC? Well, I mean, there's uh the DC originals. Mm -hmm. Uh uh there's Titans, there's Doom Patrol. Right. Um, no, I know, but who do you give the trophy to? Who do you think wins I feel on like, live action TV? I think I 
gotta give it to DC. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I knew <laughs> he was gonna say that. They uh they have uh they have Titans. Yeah. They have Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Right. But I've seen some little clips and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. They have um something which got canceled. Yeah. But that also looks really cool. Yeah. Um What do you think, Andy? I'm gonna have to go with um DC. Just because I was really into Swamp Thing. I was really, I watched the first four seasons of Arrow nonstop. Okay. Um, Daredevil, season one was absolutely amazing for Marvel, but then they kind of um, lost its momentum. The Punisher, I mean, I wish we would have seen more Punisher, more action. Right. They built him up to be like a nice guy. And too much dialogue. It's like Punisher is Punisher. He's there to punish people. That's what we <laughs> wanted to see. Right. Yes, I, I wanted to build a good storyline. But um, I'm going to have to go with DC. Just because with the continuity, like with the live action, how Marvel's continuity with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is great. With the TV, the cinematic DC Universe is, is, is great too. Yeah. And it's been consistent. And it's still going as where Marvel had to drop um the um their their uh series on Netflix. Right, unfortunately, yeah. 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 Which one? The all the Netflix series. They're all, yeah, so all I'm, I'm taking yeah, I'm taking DC for the winner for live action TV. Oh man. Okay, so for me, I think that um I Titans to me is one of the best D is one of the best superhero anything in live action compared That's to good. movies, everything. I feel like it's right up there. And I wish that I could judge this contest just based on that, but I can't. I have to get into the Arrowverse. And the Arrowverse, I love seasons one and two of Arrow. I really, really love those two seasons of Arrow. I thought they were awesome, the way that they brought that, yeah. character, that character to life. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed the – I really liked the first season of Flash. And then yeah. from there on, I felt like Flash started getting repetitive with the speedster I feel villains. Like, I feel like the Flash, it started just getting like, uh, in the first season, it was like Eobard with Eobard Thawne. Right. I mean, that was definitely a cool, a cool first season. Yeah. yeah. I like I liked the Flash season two also. Yeah. But then yeah. after that, it kind of started to get like the same thing. Like, yep. oh my God, mm-hmm. there's the most powerful villain. Next thing, oh, there's an even more powerful villain. <laughs> right. The other, the other, sorry, yeah. go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. Um, here's the thing with Arrow. Seasons one and two, they showed a lot of Ra's Agul and, and Deadshot, mm-hmm. which made it absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And then um, I know I have a feeling why you fell off of Arrow. It's when too many of his um, – friends around him started joining and it lost momentum to me when everybody started finding out he was arrow. Mm. I don't know if that happened to you. Um, yes, yes, yes. Like when, when the family of, of heroes started getting too big, it, yeah. it, it lost the charm that, that the whole show had when it was like him carrying the burden Similar similar to how Batman does, right? Even though Batman does have the Bat family, but he still kind of rides solo. He's very much a loner in a sense. What what really what really started killing the show for me was how much they started turning him into Batman. (laughs) 
I know, uh, right? Yeah. It's like if yeah. if he, if it's like uh what they were saying, it's like I don't know if we can have a Batman CW series. Right. I don't yeah. know. Maybe let's uh let's have a Green Arrow <laughs> yeah. series, and I don't know. Oh, if we can turn it into the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And I'm forgetting one more thing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so why I picked DC two Gotham has five seasons. Mm. Not- that was an amazing uh, series. Gotham, yeah. I like Gotham. I watched like basically the entire series. Yeah, you 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 watch the whole thing. I fell off. I think also after like season two. Okay. Um, to me, the way that I think it was season two that ended with Jerome supposedly dying. Yeah, Jerome being this character who became very similar to what we know as the as as the Joker. And then I love the way that it ended where basically like his laughter was echoing throughout all of Gotham. And you know that some of those deranged characters who were listening, who saw that, that, that this, this man do all the stuff that he did. One of those guys was going to be inspired to eventually become the Joker as we know him. And that is, that's like, I felt like the, the way that it ended implying that, was beautiful and it should have been left there. But then when they brought him back from the dead and then the twin brother, and then this other weird iteration of the Joker got introduced whenever they allowed for the Joker to be used. Well, I do remember, um, in, in the fifth season, the last episode of the fifth season, Mm -hmm. it was like, uh, it was like, I don't know what, 15 years later. Yeah. And then, uh, Bruce returns to Gotham City. We right. don't see him as Bruce Wayne in the entire in the like end, any of the episode time. though. Mm-hmm. We do see Catwoman. Right. Uh which the actor looks amazingly like Similar? the like yeah. the, uh <laughs> like, like the, the teenager one? actor. Yeah, no kidding. Um, that uh I like the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, the, the going that, back going back to the, the Arrowverse shows really quick. Legends of yeah. Tomorrow, I tried to follow it the first season, and then it just kind of disappointed me after a while. Here's the thing about, about the Arrowverse. I feel like Arrowverse just ended up becoming a, a villain, a, a, a bad guy of the week type of serial show. And that formula gets extremely monotonous and repetitive after a while. And that's a reason why those shows lost me after like the second or third season of Arrow, and after like the second season of Flash, I was like, forget it. I'm not. I'm not invested in this anymore. I have come back for the big crossover events because I feel like that's something really unique, and I love yeah, the fact yeah. that they're kind of like pioneering the shared universe on I TV. I love those crossovers. Yeah, they're really uh, fun. So there was, uh, there was. Um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. That was crazy. <laughs> there were so many Easter eggs, yeah. little things. Yeah. We saw Batman. Yeah. We saw, it was Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Come on, man. That's <laughs> so great. Freaking Ezra Miller as Flash. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> uh, and he was like, I told Arthur this was possible. And uh, basically, Kevin Conroy as Batman dies in the dumbest way possible. Did he? He tripped onto an electrical socket. Oh, wow. That's Batman's end, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, they they got the original... Not the original, but they got the um, the concept of Superman fighting himself. Oh right! Yeah. When right. Uh, the when Superman wait yeah when Superman tried to fight Superman from the from the uh, mm-hmm. movies the yeah. old movies yeah Brandon Ralph 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think the, the whole crossover thing that they do, that the multiverse does, they'll always have me coming back for that. They made but, basically a Justice League. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did actually. And by, by Green Arrow died, sadly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, on TV, I think that I have to... Um, <sighs> I have to – I love – it's it's a similar thing to Spider-Verse on the animation category. Like I wish that I could just judge it off of Spider-Verse, but I can't. So like for me, I wish that I could judge it off of Titans because, again, it is one of the most superior live-action superhero shows that I've ever seen. But I yeah. can't judge it just off of that. For that reason, I'll give it to Marvel because of the Netflix shows. To me, okay. they were – very well produced. A lot of them, a lot of those seasons of those shows were very well written. Daredevil season one, Daredevil season three were really great. Um, the Punisher season one, I really, really enjoyed. Season two, I really enjoyed. Jessica Jones season one was great. Luke yeah, Cage season one was also great. Uh, Iron Fist can go cry in a corner. I really don't care at all for Iron <laughs> Fist. <laughs> oh, yeah. The defenders were great because because I got to see all of them come together except for Iron Fist. I really wish that he wouldn't have been in the mix, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but Did I, I feel the Punisher showed up. I want to say no. I don't think he showed up. Yeah, in Defenders, no, no, he didn't. Uh-uh. Mm. But man, I I just I love the production quality of those shows. I feel like they finally brought us brought to life the street level heroes that the C- the MCU was just not paying attention to. I like Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah. They yeah, did they dope. show him in his like in classic his classic suit? in a little flashback scene of when like, he was escaping from the place that gave yeah. him the powers. Yeah, I like yeah, I like he that. Had the, he had like a like classic the, the classic the suit. jeans, the yellow <laughs> shirt, and then the the metal bar. The metal thing on his, on his Yeah, yeah. They 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 had it. That was a really cool little Easter egg. Yeah. The music, by the way, on uh, on Luke Cage, just awesome for lovers of hip hop. Where like every single episode. Of, of, of every single episode was named after a, a hip hop song. It a was? Classic yeah. yeah. So dope. So, so dope. So, yeah, I give it to Marvel on the live action TV category. Now, let's uh, finish this up with live action movies. <laughs> oh, we're not doing games? Oh, oh do yeah. we already do games? Sure, yeah, we can do. Let's do games. Yeah, so games. Who do you give it to when it comes to the games category, Joshua? Um, honestly. I don't really know any other games. I mean, obviously, I know there are other games. Yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Does mm-hmm. that count as a Marvel game? Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom, that was a great game. It was. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 4, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Infinite, anyway. Mm-hmm. That was a great game. The storyline was pretty cool. I like the characters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that is one point for Marvel for me. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it, that was obviously, like, perfect. Yeah, it was an awesome game. That It had a great story, great villains, everything. Yeah. So, one more point for Marvel. Okay. The Arkham games, honestly, that's like three points. Yeah? Yeah. And there's Injustice Gods Among Us, too. <laughs> that's and Injustice that's too. one extra... Those are like two extra points. So I, I you think love I, those games. I, I've got to give it to DC. Yeah, yeah, same here. I I think that as superior as uh, Spider Man is in as a gaming experience uh, between the Arkham series and the Injustice games, for me, DC has it 
kind of one because it's uh, the Arkham games. I feel kind of paved the way for the Spider-Man game to eventually happen because it it has. Yeah. It, I think I feel like that game learned from the Arkham series. So yeah, I give it to DC on the gaming category. What about you, Eddie? I'm gonna have to give it to uh, DC because just because I, I do like the darker versions of the way DC went. Yeah. And um, overall, I I grew up with Batman a lot, mm-hmm. and those Arkham uh, Asylum Batman games are amazing. Yeah, really. So great. I'm gonna have to give it to, to um, DC. Oh, and that's not even counting on the um, the old school games. No, no, <laughs> so many old games. and Sega Super yeah. Nintendo and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of stuff that happened back in that era. So, oh yeah. But yeah, yeah the, old, the old Batman too. They had the old old Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman game. Yes, they did. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Michael remember Keaton that. Batman game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> old school, really old. All right, so then uh, we have one yeah. more category left, and that is live action films. So Joshua, in the category of live action films, live action films, as in uh, like just movie, you know, the movies, oh. DC movies, Marvel movies. I mean, there are definitely some good uh, DC uh, live action movies. Definitely. Uh, uh, I like Shazam. Mm-hmm. I like Wonder Woman. I like mm-hmm. Aquaman. I like Man of Steel, and I like Batman versus Superman. Okay. Those movies I like for DC. Right. For Marvel, I like nothing. Honestly. Nothing. Like, what? What? Marvel wins. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. Okay, so so Marvel takes it for Joshua. Andy, what about you, man? Okay, so this is um, this is not a hard one. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with Marvel, just because how Marvel ended the the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. on a, on a crazy note. They didn't That's end when, it. Well. Like starting a new phase, how they yeah. ended the phase four, I believe. Right. Um, with Spider Man and um, Iron Man together when Tony Stark's uh, died. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. And just the whole build up for the whole 10 years, the last 10 years of the yeah. whole build up, growing up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. it ended to be, it, it, it kind of ended to be like a lifestyle thing. Because so many people were talking about the end game, like, if right. it was real life. Yeah. And like you go to work, even people at the workplace are talking about the movie. Like, did you see that? Did you see Endgame? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like Dark Knight in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It was like 10 years later, how everybody, when Dark Knight came out. But Marvel, overall, I'm going to go with Marvel just because they've been so consistent over the last 12 years with all the movies. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that that Marvel did it for me. Yeah, I, I, and and again, every Marvel movie that was big, like Avengers, um, Black Panther, and um, Iron Man, there's always a standing ovation at the end of the movie. We got hmm. mm-hmm. so that was really cool to experience over the last twelve years. Like just the different um, forms and waves of experiences, like that I experienced in the movie theater and the conversations I had throughout the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, so I have to go with Marvel. Yeah, same here. Like like you said, I think it's 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 difficult to not 
pick this route. And, and I think uh, the 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 reasoning that I'm gonna grab onto because there are so many reasons. Yeah, so many moments that that I, that part of the of the battle. But the reason that I'm gonna pick is that Marvel essentially not only did they create successful movies and create successful shared movies, they changed cinema yes. as a whole. Yeah. Number one, they completely redefined what a summer blockbuster was. Yes. You know, yeah. They know there was yeah. for, for many, many yeah. years the summer blockbuster was like, you know, Will Smith in a crazy action movie, you know, that's yeah. yeah. And suddenly Marvel, starting with Iron Man, they little by little yeah. started picking up pace more and more and more to the point where now the summer blockbuster is essentially a Marvel a comic book movie. You keep on saying yeah. blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster summer blockbuster is the term that is used to describe the movies that were made for summertime. Yeah. All yeah. the kids were out of school when, you know, you went to the theater a lot more a lot more often, they would create movies specifically to launch during that time. Why blockbuster though? Blockbuster because it busted the block. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. People lining up around the block or something, I guess. Yeah. Blockbuster. Like yeah. think about it. Endgame was sold out for a good three months. Right. Right. Exactly. What? Yeah. So and so they they changed that aspect, right? They completely yeah. redefined what a blockbuster was. They opened up brand new spots within the year that were never before heard of for big level movies. Yeah. And suddenly you had like in the middle of March, in the middle of May, in the middle of the fall, yeah. huge movies that were drawing in millions and millions. And yeah. on top of that, they changed the actual structure of of movie making with this whole shared universe thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they sparked this entire wave of studios wanting to replicate the shared universe thing for all sorts of properties. Yeah. And most of them have failed because none of them had the patience of Marvel no. studios. So the impact that they've had in live action movies is way beyond just making a great comic book movie. It is like yeah. they have yeah. changed the way movies are made. Yeah. And for that reason, they to me they win the war, and you know to the spoil to, to the victor goal of spoils. They yeah yeah they've done an incredible job, and I think as a whole, you know, counting all of these things, the entire war, counting all these aspects, I have to say, in my opinion, Marvel wins the war as well because Let, I need to go yeah. back to my memory and see what I said about the past. So, video games, I think DC won for me, right? Uh. Shows, I think DC one for me, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, um, movies, Marvel definitely one for me, right? Animated yeah. movies, DC, so three for DC. Um, there's only really Marvel. two left, one for Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, what was the next category? Shows? Comics, oh, comics? comics, yeah, comics. I think you said Marvel pretty sure oh yeah i didn't i didn't oh that's right you didn't do comics that's right so yeah. what was the next one uh live action tv live action i already did that yeah so so does that mean then that based on those numbers for you dc went wait did we do four we did one two three four five so there's one more what was the okay last one? comics animation video games action tv uh live action tv and live action movies uh I think DC won for me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Um, overall, overall, Marvel won. 
yeah, Marvel one for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think regardless yeah. regardless of, regardless of anything that I may have picked individually, yeah. In the end to me Marvel wins because they yeah. were able to take something that was only known to those of us who consider ourselves comic book geeks. Mm-hmm. They took that and made it the standard for entertainment, you know, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And like who you know to be able to have that claim that like here we took these characters that only a few nerds you know would pick up in their in, in comic book stores to saying like oh yeah we have the highest grossing movie of all time we have one of the best video games uh, of history in history uh we have uh you know an, an oscar winning animated film we have uh, oscar nominated uh film in the form of black panther that like broke all sorts of records and was ridiculously look to as like a social commentary like the everything they've been able to do man they've just elevated comics and comic content to a level that we had never seen before so yeah yeah, i think they win the war for sure i mean dc wins the war though (laughs) all right fair (laughs) enough hey listen and dc might come back kicking you know we don't know what they're gonna do you know, now with that HBO Max is in place, and now they that they're also, getting hits. And also the Snyder Cut might do good. And if yeah, the Snyder might. Cut does good, then maybe um, then maybe they can yeah. not reboot, but, uh, but forget about the old Justice League. Right, right. I would hope so. Yeah. But you know what? In the end... And and I think we can conclude with this point. I'm pretty sure you guys will agree. There, when when Alien versus Predator was being uh, uh, marketed, was being announced when it was going to come out in theaters, there yeah. was a really cool tagline that said, "Whoever wins, we lose. Like no matter who wins, we lose. Like whoever wins between the Predators and the Aliens, the humans are the ones that end up losing." And yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to flip it. I don't care who loses and wins the war between Marvel and DC. We're the ones that always end up winning. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah, the fans. Because yeah. we're going to get incredible, incredible content from both of these companies. They're, they're, yeah. they're basically fighting for our attention and our money. Yeah, and as long as they keep creating great stuff, man, take it because that that just makes my life happier. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of funny because um, like it's right. Whoever wins, we lose because both creatures will eventually eat the, the destroy the humans. Not destroy humans, <laughs> but each creature, at least uh, each creatures. Yeah. In in each one of their movies, they've killed at least two humans. Absolutely, yeah. The humans yeah. Will, will definitely lose. Yeah. But then, does the other thing make sense? Uh, yeah. Definitely. No matter who wins or loses the Marvel versus DC war, you will end up winning. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Andy, thank you so much for joining us on the episode today, man. It was such a pleasure having you. No problem, guys. Thank you for having me. It was um, a great topic to discuss DC versus Marvel. And I enjoyed it discussing it with you guys. Same here, man. And listen, uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug uh, your upcoming podcast? Please let people know where they can find you in the interwebs. Yeah, so um, Mood for Days cast season one is coming soon. It's summertime. Um, I would say end of August, beginning of September. And you're going to be able to find it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, Radio Blog and anchor. So um, once the season one is out, I'll be promoting more and you can find me at Andy 
underscore G E E killing it. That's my Instagram. So at Andy underscore G E E killing it where you can find me at. Awesome, man. And we wish you the very, very best in uh, with the launch of your podcast. Great to see more people hopping onto the, the podcast space, man. I hope that uh, it becomes as enjoyable to you as, as, as Geekology has been for us, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have been doing a tremendous job. I, I like listening to your episodes. Keep it up. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. So uh, I think that was a pretty good conversation. That was, man. I had a lot of fun. We talked about so much that, honestly, I had kind of forgotten about throughout the years. Yeah. I think it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, Andy G., thank you so much for joining us for these two episodes. We really had a great time chatting with you. I wish you the very, very best with your new podcast. Um, that's Mood for Days Cast, and you can find it wherever podcasts are found. Uh, and I think that concludes our Marvel versus DC talks, right? Yeah, pretty All right, much. cool. So, folks, remember you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At G101 Podcast. You can also find our new website at the URL geekology101.com. And you can write us if you want. We'd love to hear your thoughts on who is winning this content war between Marvel and DC. You can shoot us an email at uh, g101podcast at gmail.com. Until the next episode. Goodbye. Peace. Human has been neutralized. Game over.